Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this next installment, I'm continuing with my FBS College Football Breakdown Series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS College Football level. And in this segment, I will continue with the Cincinnati Bearcats, who last year went 9-4, and 6-2 in the AAC, and are, of course, making the jump to the Big 12 this season with a lot of new uh, faces and pieces a part of this program. Uh, Scott Satterfield taking over as head coach after Luke Fickle uh, left for the University of Wisconsin. And it kind of seemed from the get-go last year that Coach Fickle didn't want much to do with the Bearcats transitioning into the Big 12, more of a Texas-centric schedule uh, and and just just didn't seem like he wanted to be in that realm um, with with his ties to the Big Ten in the mid in the Midwest for uh, his entire career basically. So the move has been made to Scott Satterfield. Uh, will bring obviously some some significant changes. Um, an inside zone run scheme that will be very very heavy in that, and of course. Only one starter returning on the offensive side of the ball uh, due to uh, players graduating, going to the NFL, transferring out, injuries, whatever it may be. There's a lot of new faces uh, on this program, especially on the offensive side of the ball. The defense and special teams will still be pretty darn talented, and we'll get to those eventually. Uh, but jumping right into the bla- to the breakdown, um, the Cincinnati Bearcats, play at Nippert Stadium, which seats uh, 40,000 fans. A really, really interesting stadium as it uh, basically, obviously it's on campus, but there's a walkway um, for students to walk through uh, to get to the other side of campus. So so it's an interesting setup in that regard uh, just because of the proximity of campus students walking through, being able to see things and the like. Uh, one of the older stadiums in college football, it, it, it has been around since 1915, obviously been renovated many, many times since then. But uh, especially in recent years with the success that the program's had, just has become a really, really good venue uh, for for them and one that I'm looking forward to going to in the near future. Uh, looking at a coach on the rise now in the program, I'm going with uh, quarterbacks coach Pete Thomas, who is uh, 31 years old. He's younger than myself, uh, former college quarterback himself, played in the AFL for quite some time. He's spent the previous four years at Louisville uh, with Scott Satterfield. Uh, he was chosen to the American Football Coaches Association, 35 under 35 coaches, Leadership Institute in 2021. Uh, bright, bright mind. Um, he is the in his first season, he was able to help Malik Cunningham elevate his game as a quarterback, and then in 2022, and continuing through his career, um, was able to do some really, really good things working with him. And uh, but before joining the Louisville staff, he spent two seasons working under Satterfield at. App State as an offensive GA in 2017, offensive quality control coach in 2018. Um, so he's uh, 
obviously been been around and done some great things in the coaching profession at a very uh, young age. Uh, he started his career at North Carolina State and then moved on to ULM, threw for 9,000 yards and 36 touchdowns in his career, and then had a pretty good career as an arena football quarterback, throwing for over 2,000 yards and 43 touchdowns for the Los Angeles Kiss. So, like I said, an extremely young coach, but a, a an up-and-coming recruiter and quarterback technician that, that I think is going to do really, really well moving forward. Uh, looking now at uh, the Bearcats' schedule, they open up against Eastern Kentucky FCS opponent. They go to Pittsburgh. They uh, host Miami, Ohio, which is becoming a yearly rivalry. Then they play Oklahoma at BYU on a Friday night, Iowa State, Baylor at Oklahoma State, UCF at Houston, at West Virginia, and then Kansas. So a jump up, obviously, to the Big 12, leading to 10 Power 5 opponents in year one um, for the Bearcats. Uh, now shifting to the position-by-position position breakdown, starting offensively, <clears throat> the Bearcats will look a lot different offensively under Scott Satterfield. Like I said, he brings that inside zone run scheme and quarterback Emory Jones uh, from Arizona State transfers in, and he fits the scheme really well as long as he's able to stay healthy. Um, he was also at Florida previously where he had a pretty successful season um, for a year before he transferred to Arizona State where he, he dealt with some injuries, um, and staying healthy is going to be a key for him and a key for this offense uh, moving forward. Evan Prater started multiple games last season and can provide a spark. He was a former big recruit for Coach Fickle while he was there and uh, has stayed on as a potential opportunity to win the starting job again. Uh, but an interesting situation there at quarterback is it seems Emory Jones really fits that inside, inside zone run scheme that Coach Satterfield loves. The running back room has some talented options that fit the scheme. Uh, Corey Kiner, Miles Montgomery, and Ryan Montgomery all have experience, <clears throat> as does Ethan Wright, who is transitioning back to running back from defensive back where he transitioned last year. Um, this unit will be relied upon. Um, Corey Kiner transferred in from LSU last year, um, and both Miles and Ryan Montgomery have had plenty of experience running the ball. These guys are going to be utilized a lot uh, to – in this run scheme to do things. And uh, they, they should, be a, should be a pretty productive group. Uh, the receiving core is basically brand new. Uh, there's a plethora of new transfers, wide receivers, Xavier Henderson from Florida, Donovan Ali from Washington State, Sterling Brackhalter from North Carolina A&T, Dee Wiggins from Louisville, and then Aaron Turner from UConn will all see action. And getting this unit to gel will be the key. Um, Henderson and Ali seem to be, and Wiggins could potentially be the marquee guys. But I can speak to Aaron Turner uh, because I work closely with uh, UConn and I do a weekly show for UConn football. Aaron Turner led UConn in receiving last year um, and, and is a, a really, really good option for this offense out of the slot. I could see him having some amazing success at this at this level, at the P5 level, 
in this offense and give him a little bit of space and he can really make some things happen. I'm really intrigued to see how well he does just from me seeing him play in person multiple times last year and just from watching every single one of his games last year too over the past two years I might add. Um, he he uh, He's a really good piece for this offense and I think he's probably one of the guys or the one out of the group that might not be getting talked about the most uh, that I'm really intrigued to see. Uh, the offensive line has the has the lone returning starter of the whole offense in center Gavin Gerhardt. Um, left left tackle John Williams and guard uh, Dartavian Tinsley saw time last season as well. And then the additions of DeAndre Buford from Kentucky, Philip Wilder from Southeast Missouri State, Trevor Ratsevich from Penn, and then Luke Condra from Louisville are massive. Uh, again, they got to get this unit to gel together, kind of like the wide receivers, putting a lot of pieces together on the offensive side of the ball um, to try and get it to work. <clears throat> it's going to need a little bit of time. Uh, defensively now, the defensive line returns multiple weapons, starting with All-American and freshman All-American. He was a freshman All-American and an All-American last year. Nose tackle Dante, the godfather Corleone, absolutely superstar in the making. Uh, he is the anchor of the defense, and like I said, he is a superstar. He's going to be a heck of a football player. Uh, defensive ends, Jawan Briggs, Eric Phillips, and Malik Van all can get it done as well. This is a pretty darn good defensive line. Uh, the linebacking core went to the portal and added some quality pieces. Uh, Daniel Graziak from Utah State, Deion Hunter from New Mexico, and Dorian Jones from Louisville have all been added. Graziak had eight and a half sacks and 13 TFLs last season for Utah State. Then Jack Dingle is ready for an expanded role at middle linebacker. Uh, the secondary returns, safeties Brian Threats and Taj Ward, along with cornerback Sammy Anderson, who saw time last season. Uh, the additions of cornerback Jordan Young from Florida and uh, safety DJ Taylor from Arizona State are big. But look for Deshaun Pace to thrive in the hybrid star role. He can do a little bit of everything on the field. And uh, he, he's trying to live up to his, uh, his brother's standards. Uh, his brother has now moved on to the NFL and uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. And I firmly believe Deshaun will join him next season at that level. Looking at special teams now, the Bearcats have a major weapon and punter Mason Fletcher. His 46.3-yard average was fourth nationally last year, and the Bearcats have been really good in punt coverage as well, top 20 nationally for many years now. Then kicker Carter Brown transfers in from Arizona State after a solid season there. He made a 53-yarder. Uh, I believe he was 11 for 14, so a very, very solid season there. So special teams should be in good hands as well. I really like this defense and special teams unit for Cincinnati this season. Uh, final analysis, in my opinion, now looking at the Bearcats, the roster and coaching staff have undergone massive overhauls, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, UC still has a very solid defense and special teams unit, like I've said multiple times already. Uh, once the offense gels, uh, things could look pretty good, but it, it's going to take a little bit of time. I mean, 
it's good that they play in FCS Eastern Kentucky that first game of the season so they can kind of get some kinks out. But then they got to go to Pittsburgh, who is very, very good and has a very good defense. Um, so expectations <clears throat> are tempered at Cincinnati. But another bowl game is well within reach for this program. I, I think if you have a defense as good as the Bearcats are going to have next year and you have a special teams unit as good as they're going to have as well that can hopefully control field position to, to a point, it's going to allow the offense to kind of come together, <clears throat> They'll give them a little bit of time that they're going to need to come together and gel a little bit. Again, Emory Jones, a quarterback, uh, fits – the system and scheme really well, but he's got to stay healthy for it to work. If not, Evan Prater could could step in and handle it uh, more than capably, in my opinion. And then I really like the group of running backs they have. And there's a really good group of, of transfers at receiver that I think once they gel and get things going, that this that, that could be better than people think it will be. Uh, again, that jump up in the schedule, playing 10 P5 programs, uh, is of course it's of course a jump but at the same time this is a team that can handle it because of what they bring back on the defensive side of the ball so uh, i think a lot of people are down on the bearcats this year i i personally think the big 12 from say 5 to 13 is extremely close and i think any of those teams in that 5 to 13 range 6 to 13 range could all kind of finish in any random any order so I, I think that there's an opportunity for I think a lot of people think Cincinnati is going to be at the bottom but I, I think that there's a possibility with things gelling and going correctly especially with the defense that they have that they could finish in that top half I, I, I don't think it's crazy to think that but time will tell so hope you enjoyed this breakdown uh, always love doing these it's one of the favorite things I get to do every year uh, please like, subscribe, wherever you ever listen to the podcast. Give the TNT, uh, uh, give the podcast a follow on Twitter at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.